your belly not feeling very good? I'm about to mix one more thing. I only, I only ate half of my hamburger and half of my. I think I drank too many explosive things together. You drank a Dr. Pepper. I drank Dr. Pepper and a Huckleberry milkshake. I don't even know what that is. And and um. Onion rings and ranch dressing. <laughs> <laughs> and that you didn't even order that. <laughs> um, on the menu, it says that a huckleberry is a berry from like the northwest part of the U.S. I've n- I've never had a huckleberry. I just know the Finn guy. It's a berry from the Hucklebush. From the, the Hucklebush. Bush. The Hucklebush Finn berry. <laughs> Hold on. Did they name the bush after the guy or the the other way around? The guy after the after the berry. The guy after the berry. Uh, that would have been much cooler if they named the berry after the guy. You know, Mr. Finn. Mr. Finn? What he write? Lord of the Rings? Huh? What? What's the line? What line? What line are you talking about? Line? <laughs> huh? What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? What do you mean? You're talking about you're talking about lines and then you're not making sense. I think you're talking about something else. I asked if Mr. Huckleberry Finn wrote Lord of the Rings. You're fucking nuts. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Blake. This is dinner with a movie. Huckleberry and Tolkien. As always, I'm joined by <laughs> Brandon, and we're joined by Jose. And this week we watched the last picture show. The last uh, one. The last one. The very last one. Except for the sequel. Right. Do they watch any movies in the sequel? <laughs> um, Sonny does in his mind. Oh no. Yeah. Um, it's a little broken. This week <laughs> we ate classic um, <laughs> we ate classic <laughs> American diner food. We had burgers. I had french fries. We had shakes. And Dr. Pepper. Apparently, the town is sponsored by Dr. Pepper. And then uh, I had chili. And chili and coffee. Yeah. Also, diner classics. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hamburger chili. And you had onion rings, not onion rings. Not asked for. (laughs) Yeah. I ordered French fries, but I got onion rings. And you gladly ate the onion rings. And you drank the ranch. I didn't. Oh, just the thought of eating ranch right now. Just, just <laughs> he, he might have to tap out in the middle of the episode. <laughs> so, Brandon, this I was, hope I throw up before you go relieve your ass up there. I mean, I'm going to have to go do something in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we already know it. <laughs> Brandon, you chose this movie. Yeah, I did. I can't even remember when I first watched this movie. I want to say that it was sometime probably in my late teens. Um, and I liked it. I liked it right off the bat. Um, it wasn't until recently when I rewatched it about a year ago that I realized, um, there are there's a lot that is just unsaid in this film and it's it you get um stuff in bits and pieces 
then you have to put it together. Um, I think that's kind of how the book book is. I think that's kind of how the book's written. Um, but I appreciated them whenever I watched them when I was younger, I really appreciated the, um, the nuance of it and, um, that it really did kind of capture small town life. Like everyone knows everyone's fucking business. Um, all of the kids know each other. Um, all of the, like that classroom is like all the kids we see. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that in a small town, um, parents are non-existent. <laughs> like in this small town, like you see Sonny's dad like once, right? You see Sonny's dad once, and and like, but yeah. it's but it's stated before then that, um, by Genevieve in the in a diner scene, um, she asks him. She asked Sonny, have you seen your dad lately? Does your dad give you any money? And he said, no, he needs all he can get. And she says, your dad does too many pills. Um, he's just a drug addict. So I think Sonny just stays away from him. Sonny, Sonny and Dwayne live in a boarding house. Both of them have parents. Um, Sonny has a dad. Dwayne has a mom. Dwayne didn't live with his mom. Dwayne lived in the boarding house with Sonny. Um, so it was, it's kind of, I don't know that middle of the 1900s kind of weird, like Texas-y kind of, well, kids are, kids are grown as soon as they can work, you know, they can, they can go work. Um, cause Dwayne's working on an oil rig. He's a roughneck. Um, I just, I just find that there's all sorts of levels to this movie Mm -hmm. and um, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never heard of it. Um, That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) I have less to say about it. I've never, never heard of it either. Yeah, no. Um, This was a, this was kind of a challenging movie for me to watch in good ways. I think Um, it's in black and white. So that's sleepy time normally. Um, but I was, I got really into that small town kind of drama that it was going for the small town, like blues that it had going throughout it. This movie was really sad to me. This movie was really sad. Like I was at the end of the movie, I was like kind of like down. <laughs> Left you in a front? Yeah. Like nobody in this movie really is like having a good time. <laughs> no, everyone's and, unhappy. Yeah. And I think that's very small town vibes. Yeah, nobody's think, happy. Uh, um, whenever you start looking at all the characters, all of none of them get anything that they want yeah. out of life yeah. or in the short or the long term. Um, and, and, and nobody is teaching anyone good lessons except maybe Genevieve. <laughs> I feel like, do I is this a good lady? Um, I don't except know. Sam, Sam, except I think, Sam, I think Jesse. I, I think JC's mom is kind of. Um, she's trying. I think she's actually trying to be a parent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We'll get in we, more into it. 
Yeah. You got your uh, log line for us? Yeah. A kind teenager discovers the limits of family, love, and friendship in a small Texas town. That's all I put. Discovers the limits of family, love, and friendship? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think every person that's in Sonny's life can be can be put into one of those categories. What do you mean by limits? Like, um, there's a limit to to the love that he can find, right? He finds he kind of finds true love with Ruth, um, but doesn't see it. Then gets blinded by J- by JC through Dwayne, um. He runs off with JC thinking, oh, I finally got, you know, my, my true love. And then when they're coming back, their parents catch him, her parents catch him and they annul the marriage. Um, his friendship with Dwayne suffers. Um, his, his family, which I, I put, um, I put Sam into a lesser degree, Billy in that. Um, category because Sam is the father figure and Billy's kind of like a brother to him Um, that he's taking care of Billy um, like a family. But like, what do you mean by limits is what I mean? Like you're like, yeah, like, like all of those, all of those have their limits. Like there's for Sonny, there's no, he doesn't find happiness in any of them. Mm. In any of those, by the end like, of the he movie, can't rely on any of them. To, just, well, all the none, none of them are continuous. Like the mm-hmm. movie doesn't establish his relationships as they keep they, going. They after all the end. Movie. They, mm-hmm. all they all end. Yeah. end. Yeah. They that's all the end. limit that they. End. Um, Ruth in the end tells him that that you've ruined me. You've you've ruined. Although she is, you know, holding his hand, but he is lost by that. Yeah, he's just. You can tell by his expression. He's just staring. He's not even looking at her. He's just staring like there's nothing left to him. Um, And I, I kind of like that. I mm. kind of like the fact that, you know, he's, he doesn't, he can't find happiness in any of them where, where it's all pretty much set up for the beginning. Like, oh yeah, you can, you have, you, you know, you don't have your dad, but you have Sam and you have Billy and then you're, you're friends with JC and, and Dwayne and that friendship suffers in the end and um and then his love, you know, with uh with Ruth and eventually JC, it's just ruined. Everything's just ruined. So there are, you know, mm. there are limits to what what friendship can withstand, what love can withstand, and and what the family can withstand. Mm. Got some fun facts for us, Jose? Uh, yeah. Uh, the last picture show came out in 1971. And as a, well, the runtime depends. <laughs> um, the well, runtime. I think we watched the director's of what cut. we saw was two hours and nine minutes. Yeah. I think the original theatrical release was a flat two hours. Um, and it was written and directed by Peter Bogdanovich and Larry McMur- McMurtry. Uh, also has writing credits, and he wrote the book that the movie is based on. Mm. And then uh, the director also worked on a lot of movies. Uh, 
What's up, Doc? Paper Moon. They all laughed. Mask noises off. Uh, he has a huge uh, body of work, and he was also an actor. He's right. been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, cinematographer is Robert Surtees. Uh, he also did Ben-Hur, The Graduate, um, 1976's A Star is Born, and a whole bunch of other movies. He worked a lot. A lot. I got a lot of graduate vibes from this movie, kind of visually as well. <clears throat> and there's not there's not like the tracking shots and stuff, but the I think the composition of the frames and stuff. Yeah, I kind of get that. Yeah. I don't know. It's more like just a feeling. Uh, and I think it's just kind of, I think it's kind of like a, t- I know it's not written and directed by the same person, but it's just kind of a similar feeling that I walked away with in a, in a way. But yeah, I don't know. We move them on to my character corner. Good luck. There's a lot of names yeah, in this luck. movie. <laughs> There's so many. Okay, Sonny. Just the important ones. That's all you have to worry about. Sonny, Dwayne, and JC. We have Billy. We have Cheyenne, who is the first girl that Sonny sees, right? Um, not Cheyenne. Charlene. Sh- Charlene. Um, we have Genevieve, who runs a diner. Uh, we have Sam the Lion, who runs the pool hall. Um, well, Sam Sam actually owns the pool hall, the, the diner, diner, and the movie theater, and the movie theater. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, who, who else we got around? We got uh, like Billy Bob is the fucking rapist uh, <laughs> priest, <laughs> 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 or whatever. <laughs> um, Joe Bob, Joe Bob, yeah. what a name! God, um, Ruth is the is the woman that Sunny. Starts uh, getting along with. Do you remember her last name? Popper or something? Yeah. Okay. Coach Popper is the guy. Coach Popper. Mm-hmm. Um, who else I got to know? Um, do you remember Randy Quaid's character's name? I can't remember who, who Randy Quaid played can't remember who he is uh-uh it's the funny looking fella that takes her to uh to the pool party oh like lester yeah yeah, yeah lester, lester. Nice. <laughs> and then there's yeah. like the sheen guy that was there right right bobby bobby sheen bobby sheen weird scene with him and then one more which well, every <laughs> scene with him yeah but but there's the the one nice <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, that scene. Uh, which one? Which one? Nice. You virgin? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Touching her? Yeah. yeah. That scene was shot um, weird. It, um, Bobby, Bobby Sheen seems to me like he grows up to be a porn producer. Probably. Totally 100%. Yeah. He's a porn producer. Nice. You virgin? And then she says, come no. Back to, and come, come back, back to me when you aren't. Not. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, who else do I got? Um, the mm, what's JC's mom's name? Uh, Molly. No. Steph. Just with an L. Lammy. Lammy. No, it's an old lady name. Yeah, old lady name. Laura. It's uh, I think Family Guy. Lois. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the guy that the mom is fucking on the side. Ah, 
mm, Adelaine or something like that. Close. Uh, Ab- Abilene. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. Got it. That is, you did really well. Thank you. you. Did, yeah, actually, with as many names as there are. And strange names in yeah. this movie. Yeah. Thank you. They stuck with me well. Um, pretty, pretty much that's all of the main people. Okay. I know there's a sheriff called the sheriff. Yeah. Sheriff. <clears throat> sheriff. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's it, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this movie made me really sad. And I think part of it is like um, the way Sonny ends up. I feel like Sonny never, he never felt like a main character to me in this movie. No, he he always kind of felt like he wasn't doing anything, and then he kind of just shows up, and then something happened, and he's just responding to it. I, I think I like that because the whole to me, the whole idea is it's a small town, nothing happens. You're kind of just there, and and stuff happens around you, mm. <clears throat> and it's how you interact and, with it. Right. Actually. Normally, I, I I would agree with you, but I think in this case it works for me because I I think it it's meant to just be. That's just his life. There's nothing he can really do about it stuck in that town. It's just more frustrating to me, I guess. I don't know. He, he was he just tries, very frustrating He tries to person. leave twice. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Tries to leave twice. He tries to leave once with JC. Mm-hmm. When, when was the other time he tries to leave? He tries to leave um, whenever, uh, towards the end, whenever he drives the truck. Before he drives back right. to- And then he turns Ruth, around yeah. and drives back. Yeah. Um. I think he's just he's just a frustrating character to me. I don't know. I, I really don't like him. He's uh, a teenage boy. Sure, sure. I, I found Dwayne a lot more interesting of a person, I think. And I think it might be the actor. I think because to be he's a hothead. Yeah. He's just a, yeah. a fucker. Uh, see, and, and Dwayne, I found that's all he is, a hothead. And, you know, I don't like those those type of characters. And so but yeah. I like how they fit together. Like every every Everything that happens, even though it seems a little episodic, everything kind of fits together. Um, every character ha- interacts with every other character. Um, so I, I think, and Sonny is the main string that strings all, strings it all along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, they. I think the scenes that definitely make me realize how much I appreciated their connection was the final scenes you see between him and Dwayne when he's about to go off to Korea. Um, and, uh, it just, it's just sad because you can tell that like, they don't know if that's the last time they're going to see each other, but they obviously like, they haven't really, they haven't talked to each other in forever. And, um, the only recent times where they had any major like communication was just bad. So, it's these lifetime, lifeline, lifelong friends who just are ending on this such a like a sad end where one of them is loveless or, or both of them are loveless, but one of them is going off to Korea and the other is just like so lost that you're right. The way that he ends the movie where he's just holding Ruth's hand and I don't feel like he is in any way like, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> and I'm curious how he ends up in the sequel. Like you said, he's not doing good. Um, if you're curious how he ends up in the sequel, he's still in, still in the small town. Um, he has he has mental problems. Yeah. Hmm. You said you like the sequel better than this. Um, I I wanted to watch the sequel, but it's nowhere to be found. I, I was right. looking for it, and I was like. 
Are Texas we ever going to watch this movie? <laughs> Texas Phil is nowhere to be found. I may have it on Laserdisc. I didn't check. I actually think I do have it on Laserdisc. Um, I might have it on DVD. But yeah, it is. I don't know, and I don't know why. I don't. I don't know. I couldn't. It's even... not very. It's not rated very highly. Yeah. Um. But if you don't watch the Last Picture Show before you watch Texasville, there's a lot of um. There's a lot of history that you don't get fed in Texasville. Mm. So it's kind of like half the sort, half a story if you just watch it on its own. So it doesn't stand alone very well to me. I couldn't even find like a synopsis for the movie online that oh, really? wasn't just like a log line. Yeah. Like I, I looked and I looked and, and there's nothing that gave me a, a like what the plot was. Texasville is more centered around Dwayne. Right. And not Sonny. It's Dwayne and JC, right? Um, What? Dwayne and JC? Dwayne they're and like, JC are not together. But in they're, Texas they're like the main characters of the movie? Yeah, Dwayne's the main character. It's Dwayne and Dwayne's family. Dwayne is married to um, uh, Amy Potts. Um, is that an actor or? An, the, the actress. Okay. Um, Annie Potts. Annie Potts. Annie Potts. Annie yeah. Potts. Um, <clears throat> from Ghostbusters. Okay. The woman from Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's married to her in the in the film. Mm. They have kids, and then JC comes back to town. Um, after being a very popular actress. Um, and losing her her son, so she has no family. She got she gets a divorce and loses her son. I think mm. she gets a divorce. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and that's it's about them coming. It's a little more lighthearted. It has a lot more humor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I like the story. I like the story, um, and it's in color. So yeah, yeah. So um, that's a little easier on the eyes. I I think the the black and white, aside from always sleepy time for me, um, that combined with the soundtrack of this movie, which is really good, is just. It 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 kind of settles my mind a bit to get into that old that small town vibe, but it also adds to the blues a bit because everyone's just sitting around listening to the same Hank Williams songs and just uh like not having any good connections with each other while like everything's happening. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's a very um that type of music I think fits well with this with the black and white and with the small town, just because there's so much kind of silence i guess i think I you know the, the music works because it's a period piece when it, it was a period piece when it came out mm. uh so you have to establish the you know the time period and i think it does that really well with the music with the movies that they're watching because i know father of the bride came out in 1950 if i'm not mistaken and this is set in 51 yeah mid mid 50s somewhere in there yeah right before korea yeah, but I so like there's a lot of little things that really establishes the time, but the black and white works really well for me. I I genuinely like it. Um no, normally I'm not a fan of of movies that didn't have to be black and white and then they're like it's a creative decision, but here I don't see how this movie could have this movie is better for it for sure. I think it makes the movie feel older than it is. 
Definitely. I really... I really right I, because it and makes I, it not feel like a period piece to me. It makes me feel like it was made. It was like, made yeah. in that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like it, it just makes the town feel lifeless, and yeah. and that's the whole intent. It definitely makes like every background seem the same in a way, which right, which yeah, it works. It makes it feel kind of claustrophobic, but also just wide open at the same time. So this is this is a biography, uh, uh, like like a biographical story that McMurtry wrote. He grew up. It, Autobi- it's, it's filmed. It's filmed in. It's filmed in in his the actual town he came from. Oh wow! It's called um, what's that called? Um, but but the the town's different than what it's named in the film. Like his hometown was a different name. Anarine Archer City. Archer City is the actual, um, the town that he based the story on. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. But the book is is. Yeah, I would want to read the book. I think I think I'm I'm definitely interested enough to see what the differences might be. There's not very many differences. It's pretty pretty much the same. Um, I'll tell you a couple of differences is that Coach Popper is a little more relevant in the book. Yeah, because I think we only see him like two times in the movie. Do, um, uh, this movie is very coded. Code, coded? Yeah. yeah. Very gay coded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does um, I was seeing that in the book, Sonny and Lois, like, do they get together or is it implied on their way back from... I got the vibe that seemed like she was about to, and then was like, "Nah." Because, I think in the, because I think in she the saw book, because she saw Sam in him. Yeah, yeah. I think in the book I was reading, it's more. Um, I think it, it does happen. Mm. I'm not mistaken. Mm. Yeah. I, so, like, back to like the Sunny Dwayne discussion. I, I think, I thought this movie was. I thought the plot of this movie was really well strung together in terms of like it, its tone and feeling was so powerful to me that it left me like very kind of empty a bit, but I, I, I couldn't help but feel that like Sonny, I don't know, like he, it, it works with it. Cause you're right, Jose, that is very just like, he's just strung along by this nothing to do small town. But he's just so like blah to me. He's just not. He's everything that happens to him is pretty much just like someone brings him somewhere and does something to him or or something. I don't know because what the reason that I think Dwayne is more interesting is because he he's a hothead and he's making mistakes, but he's active. He's he's sure he's he's going off to be a roughneck and then going on to the military and he's making these brash decisions because of JC. But I don't know. Sonny's just kind of. I, I and JC is like also doing things because she's being manipulative and yeah. she's, she's so when it cuts back to all these people, it's like they're so active and it cuts back to Sonny and he's just kind of like uh I, I don't, I don't think know the but story would work with Dwayne as Sonny, the main character. Sonny being timid is the point. Yeah. Um he doesn't he doesn't say anything to anybody until Billy dies. Mm. Which is his actual brother, by the way. It's right, it looks so much alike. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is actual. It's his. I think there's four boys, and and uh, he's the 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 first and third boy out of the group of boys. Yeah. Um. 
I think Sonny really works because he's timid, but he's caring. He mm. he's caring where no one else is. Right. Yeah. And I he's think that's what I really yeah. like about Sonny and sticking with him. He cares about the people. He's obviously, besides Lois, the one most affected by Sam's death and Billy's. He he cares about the people of the town. Um and yeah, he's a dick to Ruth, but I also kind of attribute that to he's an 18 year old. It's the age difference. It's You're the right. age he's, difference. He's, a, he's technically just she's a kid. already married, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, and he did always want to go with JC. And when she gave him that out, I think what, I mean, JC is a bitch. <laughs> she is a chronic manipulator. Yeah. She manipulates awful. everyone to get what she wants or to get back at people. Um, and that was just her. She finds out that Sonny and Ruth have been having a thing for six months. And her first reaction is, well, Sonny's always liked me. Yeah. So now she's thinking, oh, maybe I can find love with Sonny or maybe I can get with Sonny and piss Dwayne off. So Dwayne comes back. Or maybe I can get with Sonny and piss Bobby Sheen off. So Bobby Sheen gets or divorced and comes back. Off. Or to piss yeah. anybody off. Because uh-huh. it, it obviously seems like she does it to piss her parents off. Because yeah. she's looking. She's, she's looking for the cop the car. Police car comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She when deliberately it left the note. So she, yeah. yeah. So, He's like, wait, so you did what? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's kind of, yeah. She's a chronic manipulating bitch. It's very, it's a very quick kind of like she's turn she's, into she's the beginning of the Karens. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I, it, what was it from her mom's conversation to her that made her just kind of like flip the switch and just start to go fuck crazy? So, so I was thinking about that. To me, like the conversation with her mom isn't like. I don't think the mom's being malicious towards, like. Which conversation? The first conversation. The first one, the first about, one. The first one about Dwayne. Okay. Where yeah. it kind of starts her on uh, the path to like just being a manipulative when, when bitch. When she asks her if if she's had sex. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think what, what that conversation isn't like really against Dwayne. To me, it's really the mom is projecting her own dissatisfaction with her own life onto her daughter. And then she gets fixated on not wanting to be in the same life that her mom has. And... Mm sets her on that path yeah i don't think that's her mom's intent no because i she's think sympath- her mom's she, actually trying to be a mom and right because she's sympathetic towards sunny when she realizes what she's done to sunny mm-hmm. uh, tells, tells him that she dodged a bullet right <laughs> <laughs> and even in the second conversation she has with her she's like all right we're, we're, we got to rethink this like my first <laughs> bit of advice isn't working for you we got to figure this out uh yeah, yeah. I was and just like that's when Abelene drops her off. Yeah, Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it was such a big difference in JC. Like the first time you see her, and then like the next time you see her at the Christmas party from that, it was very like I was like I was thinking something she said was so powerful to make that switch, <laughs> but I, I couldn't exactly pinpoint it because because like she's basically doing what her mom told her to do, which I feel like would be opposite if you're trying to kind of go against your parents' wishes, but. It seems like she wants to. I don't know, because if she's if she doesn't want to go along with like the way her mom's life was, her mom's telling her to to do just that 
so she's like following it seems like they have an oh well i don't know she's using the pool party to make Dwayne jealous mm-hmm. and to possibly get laid yeah because she knows it's a uh, uh, skinny dip party. Um, so, and at the party, she's flirting with Bobby Sheen. Um, so, so I think it's her, she's trying to say, okay, well, if I need to find a rich husband, I'm going to go to this sexy pool party, um, and try to get Bobby Sheen, but she ends up with Lester, who she doesn't even care for yeah <laughs> can't unbutton one one button <laughs> if i was on if i i what did you say if 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 i was on fire i'd be dead something yeah. to that by the time you got yeah. my clothes off well no one the top button off I yeah. Think yeah. Says. Yeah. It, it's just it's it was really shocking to me that like it wasn't just that she decided to you know i need to go find a rich boyfriend and she was so kind of evil about it like just burning every bridge along the way she possibly can and like such a i think like, she's just cruel a passion she's yeah, a yeah. Brat. Mm-hmm. yeah that was just a very effective kind of like uh change i think it was very it was made me mad i think the mom's very i think lois is very like resentful at that point of not like maybe anybody individually but just her life um, I think kind of all the characters feel that in this small town. There's kind of a resentment towards their situation. Because all yeah. of them have settled. Yeah. Right. All of them have settled for what's easy instead of finding finding true love or finding true happiness somewhere. Yeah. They've all settled for for their position in life. Mm-hmm. Sam has settled. Lois has settled. Genevieve has settled. All of the adults. Ruth and Sam. Yeah. Ruth, mm-hmm. Ruth has settled, even though her husband is a closeted gay man. Um, I, all of this is settling. Ruth's, Ruth is the only character that's really trying to better herself because she's going to a shrink. Um, that's where Sonny's taking her to a shrink. Um, And but but she's so miserable. She's so miserable. She's depressed because yeah. you know she has this this lot in life where she got married to a man who doesn't want her because he wants wants the dick, wants the D. Down with the D. <laughs> where what parts of the movie are coded in that way? So doesn't he like grab one of the kids' ass? He swats he <laughs> swats one of the kids' ass and it's the Jeez. supposedly the quarterback of the football team. Right. It's very he's, quick he's too. In, but but it's very there is that insert of him, his hand going right on his ass. And it's very if you blink, you miss it. Yeah. Um you I don't get it and at I all. It. Yeah. You blink, you miss it. Um in the book it's a little more um he's, prominent. He groped the supple buttocks. He, no, no. Um, he does what Bobby did to Lacey, but to one of the. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 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 the book, Coach Popper goes after one of the other teachers who is gay, um, and um, projects onto onto him. Yeah. Um, in order to 
cover for himself. Right. Because he's very, I'm the masculine gym teacher. You boys need to get a female. Chewing chaw and (laughs) spitting. (laughs) His whole speech are like, what are you boys going to do get a female? Yeah. He said, if you guys didn't jack off so much, (laughs) you'd be able to run laps. Um. But yeah, yeah, it's very. That's why she's. That's why she's unhappy. Is yeah. Because he doesn't want her. She's an unwanted wife. Yeah. Um. But she got married. And why did she get married? Well, her parents didn't like him. Her parents didn't think he was good enough for her. Either. Um. I, and I they were right. You know, it's, because it's, it's, of that this constant right. This this constant over and over and over again in a small town. It, it happens. You know, everyone's constantly fucking unhappy and constantly doing what making the mistakes that their parents made so they keep in the same fucking place unless you get out i think that gives lois another reason to really hate her lot in life she could have been happy in that town with sam with sam so like she's one of the few characters that had something going for her in the town and nothing came of it so i think that's that's two reasons to for her to, and, or and it was because reasons. sam was so much older than she was mm-hmm. i think yeah I do have a theory that I've I haven't been able to find confirmation on, but during the time whenever she was pregnant, she was with Sam. During the time where she got pregnant, she was she was with Sam. So JC could very well be Sam's daughter. I guess I didn't follow the timeline when Sam was telling that story because he said it was a, it was he was about twenty years ago. He mm-hmm. would bring a woman out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're all about eighteen years old, and he was married at the time. She uh, was. She. She. Yeah. His wife was had died by his then? wife was his. Dead. Yeah, I think his wife had died. Yeah, but she was she, married. I think she was married. Okay. Yeah. So JC could very well be Sam's daughter. Hmm. Yeah. I like that theory. Yeah. I thought it would be funny if she's ruining Sun- Sam's Sonny legs. could also be Sam's son. <laughs> um, I think that would be uh, a good reason for her parents to flip out the way they did that she was running off with Sonny. But um, but I feel like because they would her be mom would, they would be dad. half half brothers half sisters. it seems like it's mostly just the dad though that's upset yeah 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 Yeah. it's mostly the dad that's upset but sunny isn't sunny is not related to to sam at all yeah neither is billy by the way billy is not sam's son where does billy come from billy is just one of the kids i only have that because no fucking parents (laughs) anywhere at all just sweeping the street all the time I had to read yeah. the synopsis to be like Billy uh, Sam's ward. I was like, okay, not not his kid. <laughs> no, not yeah, his kid I, at all. He just he just took him under his wing because that's the type of person Sam is. Yeah, he was so kind to him too. Yeah, because that that shit that Dwayne and them pull. You didn't even yeah. wipe his face. Yeah, I, mm. I think what what makes Sam so endearing as a father figure is that he doesn't yell at them. He, he's, he's just got that. Very, I'm just disappointed. Oh, he makes in them you. all feel yeah. so. Yeah, right. makes them all, <laughs> just like, oh, just fuck, with, I feel bad for. Like I feel like I'm in trouble just watching him yell yeah. at, like talk to them. <laughs> but but during during the entire time where they're um, having Billy jump on Bobby Sue, Is yeah, her name Bobby, Sue? yeah, <laughs> the town prostitute. <laughs> um, 
during that time, uh, Sonny tries to speak up, but he kind of, he just sullenly goes away because he's overpowered by all the other guys that want him to go screw Bobby Sue. Um, Bobby Sue is the town then, prostitute, then, but she's also the dine-in worker. That's her moonlighting job. The dine-in? Yeah, the drive-in worker. The drive-in worker. Yeah. Were they at that, uh, were they sitting in the car, the three of them, and he's like, your mom is coming. Yeah, and JC's like, oh, she was, the oh, fries. yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's working there. Yeah. yeah. She was the waitress there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's funny. I, n- I didn't notice that. <laughs> I'm glad you pointed that out. But yeah, she, uh, uh, Sonny's the one that goes and pulls his pants up and after she kicks him out of the car and helps him and, and, you know, Jimmy Sue, Jimmy Sue, nah. yeah. not Bobby Sue, Jimmy Sue. But he's the one, I mean, that, that shows his, his heart and he, he did have good intent and, you know, he tries to explain, explain away the guy's bad behavior to Sam and Sam's just not having it. But then the forgiveness that Sam has later. Yeah, is, but it's it's weeks later. Yeah, yeah. The time in this movie is very like uh I can't remember like the first time they mentioned time was at like the Christmas party and it was like, oh, it's been like a couple months, and I'm I'm like, what? Yeah, I broke <laughs> up with Charlene a couple <laughs> yeah, months ago. Exactly. Yeah. Um yeah, they they those those hints at um how much time has uh lapsed between yeah. the scenes. Yeah, they're in there. And then you get to graduation is another time. Um, yeah, that was a lot when of When he's at passed. the football game and he's like, when, when did you, when were you on the team? Last he, year. Last year. Mm-hmm. So um, it's about a year. Yeah. 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 Starts with the football and kind of ends around football time. Yeah. I like the bookend of the- Wind? Of all well, the shots in general. The, just him- I just like the panning shot. I, I, it's simple, but it gives us so much information really quick. I think. Um, I think at the end it's mostly just symbolic, and it's a good bookend. But it, it, it I, I, I just the, the more I think about, it, I just can't think of this movie in color. I just don't think I would enjoy it as yeah. much if it was in color. I think the, <clears throat> I think the the. The shots of the the city in the beginning, or the town in the beginning, and the town in the end, and the wind blowing, and just just that's all the sound you hear. Um, I think that is completely symbolic of the emptiness that's inside of everybody in that town, especially Sunny. Um, Sunny in the end, right? Um, but uh, yeah, and also kind of in the sense of the shots are so similar because we've watched this entire movie. Into the grand scheme of things, nothing has changed. Nothing mm-hmm. has happened to anybody. Yeah. Really, the only person that's kind of... And I mean, she's not like, okay, but JC is able to go off to college and everyone else is just kind of... JC goes to Dallas. Yeah. To college. Like, yeah. she gets to fuck up the town and just leave. <laughs> like, she's yeah. just like, all right, I'm going to go <laughs> go to school. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. Joe Bob goes to prison for a little while. Yeah. What a, he didn't even do nothing. He just took her pants down a little bit 
Isn't that what he said? No, he just got her to take off her underwear. Yeah, that's take off her underwear. I'm so like confused about the inclusion of that in the story. I think someone just wanted to like fuck with religion. I don't know. I feel like I wonder if there's more of that in the book that establishes Joe Bob as because it's weird to me. I don't establish any more in the book as far as Joe Bob goes. Yeah. Because they kind of just establish him as like the guy who's getting picked on for being a little bit too religious. And having too nice of combed hair. Right. Doesn't Sam leave him money? Sam does leave him $1,000. Why? That is an unanswered question. I don't. I, I, it I, is an unanswered question. It's unanswered in the book. It's unanswered in the movie. Um, a few theories is that um, he could very well be Sam's illegitimate son. Mm. Um, there's a theory that uh, Sam uh, knew that he was treated badly. In the book, Sam throws um, a bucket of urine on him at one point. <laughs> on Joe Bob? <laughs> huh? On a... On to Joe Bob. Joe Bob? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, and, and that the $1,000 might be for amends for doing something like that to him. Um, there are a lot of theories... But it's never it's never said as to why he does it. Um, one one theory is that he saw that Joe Bob might be gay or not right for the town, or that he might be a little too eccentric for the town and wanted to give him enough money to get out to go somewhere else. Mm. Um, that's another theory. Yeah, a lot of theories, but it, nothing. It nothing seems concrete. so weird to me. That if it's not resolved in the book, to keep it in the movie and then not resolve it again. Okay, so so here's here's what why I think it's necessary for the film, because you never really see a parent with any of the kids except for JC's mom, but that's usually at home. Um, the only time she comes out is whenever uh, she comes and tells JC tells JC we're having dinner beyond fifteen minutes. Right. Um, this little girl, little girl is just out walking the fucking streets like every other kid. And after they catch them, the last shot, she's still alone. I, she has no fucking adults taking care of her. She's just walking with her pops. Right. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Behind everyone. Yeah. Some things never fucking change. Like, like the mother was all concerned about her until she got her back. And then, then like, oh, I'm not going to hold my daughter and, and take care of my daughter. No, she's walking 10 feet behind me with all the cars taking off. It's like, oh my God, this mom's not even still not taking care this of this kid has to daughter. walk home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, I think, I think that that is really symbolic of the town and how, um, none of the parents are attentive to any of the kids' needs. Um, I really think so. Because I think if if there was parenting in any degree in the town, then the kids wouldn't be like they are. I mean, even the boys, whenever the boys were were talking before before they had Billy go screw Jimmy Sue, um, they were talking about going and 
fucking a cow. <laughs> a heifer. A heifer, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, like... Yeah, I thought they like were they're joking. They're out of fucking but, like, control. They, yeah, I thought they were joking, but they were like, yeah, I could do it with some heifer pussy or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, you're right. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fucking out of control. Mm. Yeah. They're all delinquents. All of them. Even Sonny at some point is a delinquent. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, if he wasn't so kind of kind-hearted and timid, he would be right. fucking a heifer. Yeah. Because yeah. he doesn't have the parental Or wouldn't guidance. care for Billy or wouldn't, you know. Mm-hmm. Nobody else did. Yeah. And Billy's parents, Billy's just sweeping. He just keeps on sweeping after Sam dies, which I thought is is the saddest thing is, is Billy at the funeral because he does not get it. He doesn't know what's happening. He doesn't know Sam's being put in the ground. He doesn't. He's just the same sweet soul. Smiling. I was, um, yeah, I, I was looking on the the goofs and mistakes uh, page on IMDb for this, and and one of like the plot holes is oh Billy's. It's never established who takes care of Billy after Sam dies, and it's like you missed the whole he fucking has parents, point though. of the movie. He supposedly <laughs> does have parents, right? But like, like what you're saying is the po- the reason it's not acknowledged is because. None of these None kids of them are have present. Yeah. any present parents. Yeah. It's not a plot hole. It's the movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I really liked um, how they keep putting his hat backwards and whatever. I just like to think that it, he puts it on because he first was like getting the interaction between everybody else, like putting it backwards. And it's like, if he likes it backwards, why would, why wouldn't he put it backwards? It's like, no, he likes it when they do that. It's so an he always, yeah, he it's wants to have that, that interaction. Sunny. Yeah, that's yeah. his. So by putting it on the front way, he knows he's gonna have like a moment with them, and I think that's just that's just. And Dwayne very does sweet. it too, mm-hmm. right? A couple yeah. times he might do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think uh, I think the pool hall has a boarding house attached to it, although we don't see it because all of the people that are hanging around the the pool hall are boarders. Abilene so mentions he has a key. Yeah, but they're all sleeping, sleeping in the back. Yeah, yeah. they're sleeping in the back. Um, so that's where Sonny and Dwayne lived as well. Mm. Yeah. The sex scenes in this movie are all so <laughs> quick. Quick, <laughs> quick, and awkward, and and they're, I have they're, never had sex that quick. But as quick as <laughs> but they're they're really awkward and silent, and and I and I like that. Like it's there's no passion in any way happening here. It's all just like there's no yeah. <laughs> there's there's actually no passion until after Ruth has her breakdown, and then Sunny. Um, she apologizes to Sonny for crying and, um, Sonny tells her you're not, you're not, you're not ugly or something. And they have a moment. I wish there was more of that moment with them. I really do. Mm. And, but they have the um, uh, when they're like they're like had their blanket on the floor or something. Yeah. And they're that's having a picnic moment, and she's you know? brushing his hair. Yeah, yeah, and that's nice. Yeah. But you know, he's, he's getting out of that. Like she's old enough to be his mom, so he's getting a mother figure out of that. Right. Yeah. You know, it's uh it's completely one hundred percent that. But 
that yep. the like, reason why she he's with her is maybe that's why you get the graduate vibes. She, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah, she's loving him because uh, all the small wins that are happening in this movie, I think all of them are between him and Ruth, and and I didn't really like think about that until just now. Where, um, because I always thought the relationship, uh, I thought Ruth was very sweet, and I felt and I felt happy for her because she seemed happy. But the relationship never. The, you can totally see the change in her. Yeah, hundred percent. Like when you first see her, she's very just like dead stare and then by the time that dead stare black coat yeah dark clothes the kitchen table is full of dishes the the house isn't being taken care of um and And then she's putting up the wallpaper the new blue wallpaper she she keeps (laughs) doing her hair Uh uh-huh yeah and and i couldn't help but i kept thinking that like i was like sunny's not really like staying in this like i i felt i was like i knew it was gonna like not end right so it's just so sad especially when it cuts straight back to her like waiting for him after he first goes off with jc it's Mm -hmm. fucked up uh and and that is so much more painful because that was the only source of kind of happiness happiness happening not in just her life but in the movie where like that good things were happening to someone else you did you did get kind of a a happiness although it was fake with with him and jc like oh finally you know finally they're gonna get together or something it's more just knowing jc that it's knowing knowing how manipulative Mm -hmm. jc is you know something's gonna happen yeah um you mentioned the the sex scenes blake and i wanted to talk about the director's cut and what was like theatrical release did they add more boobies so the sex scene <laughs> between lacy and abilene isn't in the theatrical release uh, it just cuts to him dropping her off i'm pretty sure you don't see the gripping of the pool table no oh my <laughs> god <laughs> you don't <laughs> um and I think another scene. Whenever I see that, I think, oh God, they need to screw those pockets in a little bit better. (laughs) (laughs) I think another scene that's added is um, Sonny and Dwayne talking about the trip to Mexico in the diner before their interaction with Sam outside. I think the theatrical release is just their interaction outside. Um, I like that little hype up that Dwayne gives him like, let's go. Like we right. got the money. Let's and go I can do see it. why it was yeah. cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause you, you get the same idea. Oh, they're going to Mexico. Yeah. Um, I just like, I like when, especially how they end up, the more moments they have together that they actually feel like friends. Right. And Dwayne's not just completely going crazy from losing JC. Yeah. I just, I just appreciated that having that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I want to see what else they, was added those were the two big ones i think the sex scene and then them being in the cafe um looks like a lot of the driving scenes are extended oh yeah there's a scene the scene where they're going on the senior picnic i think the right car scene where they're driving yeah, I didn't feel like anything in this movie that I felt at the moment. I was like, yeah, I would have cut that. I feel like a lot of it was it was just it kept the tone throughout really well, and just the the feeling. When you said uh, when you introduced us, we were telling us about the movie last week. You were like, oh yeah, there's like a little twist at the end, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> 
when they got back from Mexico, I don't know why I was thinking this. And like, they saw the store was closed and like, they couldn't see anyone. I'm like, oh my God, this is like a zombie apocalypse movie. Like, <laughs> that's the twist. The twist is it turns into that. And then when they saw the it legs. It turns into the last of us. Yeah. And then with, like, the, the legs are like sticking out of the window. I'm like, he's dead. Like, they're going to find out he's a zombie. <laughs> like, Brandon. What a twist. Yeah. That, that would be, be a twist. twist. Yeah. <laughs> That would be a big twist. Uh, no. Sam dying wasn't the twist I was talking about. Billy dying was. it was. Billy? Yeah. 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 Um, it was very sad. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Very sad because the only the only pure soul in the town is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Poor, poor Billy. And they just leave him there. They were about to leave. Pieces to of drag fucking him out shit. Of the you know? And that that just reinforces the fact that none of the adults see the kids as as a responsibility or someone yeah. you have to look out for, take care of. Because the sheriff's the, the sheriff's first reaction was, "Oh, don't worry, it's not your fault. This kid was out in the street. Uh, he just does this all day. Don't know why the idiot like that's that was right. his reaction. There's yeah. there's no such thing as autism back <laughs> yeah. in the fifties. Yeah, you're just an idiot mute kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah." One of the scenes that wasn't part of the theatrical release, but I'm shocked that it wasn't because I really liked it, is when Sonny is driving by, when they're driving by the fish tank and he's like looking out to it and he starts, he sheds a tear after Sam has died. Mm. I think that for that, it just establishes Sonny's caring, like his ability to care about the people. And I, I don't know why that, well, I know why it wasn't included, in terms of like just runtime, but I feel like that adds a lot to, to his character and, and what he's feeling in that moment. Yeah. You hear everyone else in the car, like who and Han and having right. a good time. And yeah, he's just, he's single tearing out the window sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. It's a good moment for him. Yeah. I think it sets him apart from every other, every other kid. Yeah, he is very different, and, and, and despite my like do something, uh, yeah, he's he's got a completely different character from everyone else, which I do appreciate that. He's just not as handsome as Jeff Bridges is. So I was, I was watching the movie and I was like, I wonder where Jeff Bridges will show up. And then I see his fucking Jeff Bridges face. Yeah. And yeah. There he is. You know, I actually couldn't miss <laughs> Jeff Bridges face that really kind of hasn't changed except for all the wrinkles. <laughs> right. I don't know why I couldn't tell who he was until I heard his voice. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's Jeff Bridges. <laughs> I, I couldn't see it in his face for some reason. I was like, or which one of these is him? I don't know. Yeah. I was like, where is he? I, I would have thought he'd showed up by now. And then yeah. I see his face. Like, oh, there he is. <laughs> and Sybil Shepard, she's, um, I was trying to, that's JC, remem- right? Remember yeah. her name last week. Yeah. Um, this is her first movie. Mm-hmm. It's the first movie that she did. It's a good first movie to be in. So yeah, I want to, I think she did a really, really I have good a job. Criticism of her performance. And it's just one thing. Mm-hmm. When they're at the party, uh, when she's at the skinny dipping pool party and she's walking to the diving board, she looks at the fucking camera. Oh, she spikes the oh, camera. She literally, she looks at, and I rewinded it to make sure I wasn't crazy. No, she literally <laughs> like quickly looks at the camera and then keeps walking. No, that's just her being like oh, you know, like can you see what I'm about to do? This is a big character moment, you know? I, I don't know, like it was distracting to me, but it's the only time that it happens in the movie. I was like, you guys couldn't have like 
re yeah <laughs> to get another shot at that. Well, you didn't have director's monitors back then. True, you know. But yeah, she looks at the fucking they? camera. No, the yeah. either the the script supervisor or the cinematographer would have said she spiked the camera. We need to have mm-hmm. another take. But the fucking the thing about that scene was the 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 little brother in the pool. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't worry if he gooses you, he has to go to bed. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that was a that was a jump scare for sure. Yeah, that, that, that little kid in the pool, completely one hundred percent Blake. <laughs> completely 100%. What do you mean the vibes? Like, just yeah, him? just the vibes. <laughs> just, just just you you uh, with your with your little mask and and snorkel on, going up underneath a girl that's undressing, <laughs> just looking up at her, just like oh, <laughs> his look, his look was so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that was weird, man. That whole pool party vibe. Uh, I I I can never do that. Skinny dip in front of other people. Mm-hmm. I've never done that. Mm-mm. I'm too self conscious. Yeah, I think I could. But I don't even like to go swimming in period swim trunks oh, I in hate front swimming. of other people. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm with you. Mm. I only swim in front of my most trusted advisors. <laughs> <laughs> little little kid vibes from Blake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I only swim with my snorkel and <laughs> your goggles and my goggles, so you can see underwater and yeah. see everybody's stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's that skinny dip pool party is just a weird thing to me. What was like, uh, and his parents are always gone, right? right? Yeah, what's the lore of that family? The they're just they're rich, they're just rich, they're rich. Well, everyone in Texas is rich because of oil, right? Yeah, and they're either rich because of oil or you work on their rigs, um, and make money, or but they lived in the town over, right. Hmm? They that the rich family lived in the town. The, the next Bobby town. Bobby Sheen lived in Wichita 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 Falls. Yeah, yeah, that's where yeah. the college was. Yeah, yeah, but probably community college. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell if that was like a um because it definitely feels like a different place with different people because you haven't seen any of those people before and at least i can't remember but i don't go to school with yeah them. right um so yeah bobby sheen uh when he does the little touching scene it was very weird because it's just this strange guy i don't know it's just a stranger that you really don't know that you just know that she just went off out of nowhere well with lester and the only reason the only reason why JC has sex with Dwayne is so she won't be a virgin anymore so she'd get with Bobby Sheen. Mm-hmm. But then Bobby Sheen this? goes who and marries picks, his girlfriend. Yes. yeah, Annie Annie? Annie Annie? Which <laughs> one's Annie Annie? The one that comes up out of the pool after he comes out with right. like the weird fucking haircut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and they don't even <laughs> and Dwayne keeps saying uh, what did he keep saying? I, I don't know why I don't know what's happening or what it was it working what he was trying to have sex with he was uh, like I don't know what oh, happened I don't know what happened yeah poor guy 
I think he had been drinking. I think that's what happened. Yeah. I thought I thought I was like, yeah, you're waking up to the fact that she's using you, man. But that wasn't it. Your your wiener knows. <laughs> yeah. Your your wiener knows what's happening. But that wasn't it. He just uh he had to give it more time and then he went up to her and said, she, she I was think pressuring I pressuring him. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I think I know what happened. We can do it now. <laughs> and she poor, said Poor Dwayne. Yeah. I do feel for Dwayne. I feel quite a bit for Dwayne. But he gets used by her. Yeah. Yeah. He uh he just he get he not only gets used by her, but like uses his friends, you know? It just it's fucked up. I genuinely felt re- very bad for Dwayne when she jumps in the pool and his gift I'm guessing a watch. The watch. Yes. I forgot work. about that. And I was like, God damn it. Lacey, she just like checks it for a second. Bitch. Oh. Yeah. She doesn't care. Yeah, she doesn't care. Spent his money on her too. Poor and he's supporting himself. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot about that. Yeah. That got me so mad. Fuck. Yeah, it's like, eh, meh. Fucking bitch. Yeah. Mm. Everything she does is is in some way. Is she more so a question I guess I have for you, Brandon, is does this movie have like another level for you knowing where the characters are in the sequel or like not really i don't think about where they are in the in the future um sunny is definitely more depressing in the end of this yeah. movie knowing where he ends up <laughs> yeah but um but he has kind of a happy ending um in in texasville does okay. he end up with ruth you want me to tell you the truth? I mean, I actually don't mind if you spoil this for me. I don't think we'll ever find where to watch <laughs> it, um, so I, I don't mind either. Um, this might be one of those movies I have to find and uh, upload, do something with it in <laughs> order for all we'll three of us to, to watch, watch it. it together. Yeah. Um. He he is kind of schizophrenic, a little bit schizophrenic like and he's remembering he's remembering stuff from the past so the the movie theater that closes down right at the end um that's the last picture show is red river which is i'll get to why that's important in a bit but um he uh he starts having he's he's been having and he's it's kind of seeing things that aren't there. So he goes to, he goes and sits in the picture show. It's like all crumbled in and he's watching the movie. Red river. Like in the, the middle, I forget which movie he's actually watching. Probably the wars of Iwo Jima or something. And he's talking to people around him that aren't there. Um, He's driving one day and he's remembering driving Ruth around and he ends up driving right straight into the to her garage like with his truck um but but in the end um Ruth comes and she takes care of him oh so they end up they end up together in the end but she's she's older and he's older of course but what happened to coach uh i think coach popper either died or he left okay yeah that is a nice ending then um, but, or, or maybe she even divorced him. I, I don't know, but yeah, they're kind of, yeah, they're, they're together in the end. Okay. That's yeah. good. They all kind of find, find their own happiness in, in a way. I feel like I need that because <laughs> this movie may be um, sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one well, I mean, I bet that's, I think that's the, 
knowing that Dwayne didn't die in Korea. I think that's Korea, the intent. I think yeah. that's the the intent intention is that you are left as um as sad and maybe as hollow as um as sunny is in the end a little bit. Yeah, and I think it's it, what do you think it's trying to say about the actions or lack of actions you take that leads you to that um ending because it seems like it it seems like it is like okay you look at sam you look at lois and it's like they could have had something but they didn't um and you just look at everyone else taking, like taking the it, it's all about um the chances that aren't taken yeah like don't um, settle for that for like because you mentioned don't earlier that for unhappiness. Like settles don't, for unhappiness, don't, right? Don't yeah. settle for unhappiness. Don't settle for to be comfortable. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think it's making a direct statement about that. It's like, um, this is the example of what happens when you let life just pass you by. Or you're timid and you don't do anything. And don't you, be. And you end up living in, you know, your brother's garage. If you be a sunny, you get schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, I don't, I don't think it might not be schizophrenia. It might be like just, he had that mental breakdown and he's, um, kind of has dementia or, um, early onset Alzheimer's in a way kind of because he's older. Yeah. 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 I thought he, cause Dwayne gave him the keys to that car, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he wasn't going to take it. I thought he was going to like take it and drive away with it. Well, no, he has his truck still. Yeah. Why do you drive Dwayne's car? Well, I just thought, you know, it's a better, nicer, newer car, you know, take it and get out of there with it. Mm-hmm. You know, leave his, leave Dwayne's mom without uh, any mode of transportation. So there's a lot of code in this movie. Okay. Um, a lot of gay code and you can you can look at it um red river is a big movie with gay undertones big western with gay undertones in it, it it's 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 completely 100 documented how red river is like the two main characters are kind of saying very you think john wayne would queer stand specific for that? queer specific things to each other yeah um like you think John talking Wayne about, knew that? Yeah, that's a nice gun you got there. Can right. I see it? Well, only if you show me yours, you know, like kind of, <laughs> yeah, kind of shit like that. But it's coded in a way where um, if you're if you're not clued into it, it's just it's it's just dialogue. It's just gun talk. It's right? just boys talking guns. It's, it's just it's just dialogue. But if you are gay and if you are dialed into it, it's very explicit. Mm. Um, that these two that these two guys are talking about it at one point they're talking about um, one of them says um, the other one has um, branded every uh, put his name on every rump in uh, whatever whatever state they're in Texas or whatever mm-hmm. except for mine <laughs> um, yeah yeah <laughs> stuff stuff like that. So there's there's a direct correlation between Red River and them watching it together and them watching it together at the end, them being together, them living together, them sharing the same vehicle, like all of these small things um, apart from, you know, their 
they are interested in in women and stuff like that but they are it is coded that that they are like that and that's why the goodbye is so long and drawn out and there's um uh where it's really evident is whenever Dwayne and Sonny are in the car and Dwayne says uh we didn't we didn't have any women tonight i guess the next <laughs> Because they were talking like all night. The next right? pretty, the next, the next, the next, I don't think he says pussy. So oh, he sa- he just oh says, yeah. Yellow. The next going to be yellow. Says, oh God. <laughs> um, and then what does Sonny say? I wish I could go with you. You know, it's very, it's very coded. It's very, um, yeah. 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 Um, and Red River is there for that reason. Huh. I never knew that about Red River. I fell asleep in the class when we watched it. Oh, really? Yeah. Which class? Uh, it was Laureen's. Yeah? One of Laureen's classes. I think we watched it in Queer queer Studies. With oh, Keenan. really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to watch it I think it I have a paper the... on it. I think I have a paper on it. Yeah, I remember I did um, not like that movie, but maybe if I watch it through the the queer coded uh If you watch lens... it if, if you watch if you watch it through that lens, it's very it's very there. It's yeah. very much there. Yeah. You think John Wayne same would be as, happy about that? Same as same as um Clint Eastwood's in that too, I don't right? think no. No, he's not that. Just John Wayne. Huh. Um I don't I think Howard Hawks did Red River and I don't think um john wayne would have caught on to it like they went explicitly tell john wayne you know this is this movie's guy yeah um, <laughs> yeah howard hawks yeah. yeah um but but it's it's there it's written it's yeah. written in it's very very much yeah considered you know a gay western before Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> it was the original. It was the original. Um, is John Wayne one of the one of the people that's talking about licking no. other people's guns? Okay, no, it's no, yeah. it's the younger ones. Okay, it's the younger ones. Right, yeah. right. John Wayne's older. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good point in having that as the last picture show. Yeah. 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 There's something about like the movie theater in the town closing that is very sad. And mm. I can't put my finger on exactly why that's really sad. Well, they do say like that's the place where everyone would have gone to watch, and now everyone's watching TV or whatever. And because it's the yeah. end to it, it's kind of the end to an era. Mm-hmm. Because um, what does she say to Sonny? And the first time he goes in the well, you miss the newsreel, mm-hmm. and you know the popcorn machine doesn't work. The popcorn machine <laughs> doesn't work, and so I'm only going to charge you thirty cents. Yeah, and the movie already started. And the yeah. movie already started. Um, but yeah, a lot of people went to the movies to get the news yeah, yeah. to, to see what was happening during the war. Um, now I go to see Demopolis ads at AMC. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> we win. <laughs> Do they show the one with what's his face? Are you talking about the Kardashian um, husband or something? No, the one, the one with, um, Roberts. Oh yes, that's the one. Yeah, him oh as the judge. God, yeah, fuck. <laughs> dude, it's so bad. <sighs> I don't know how a human being can release that ad and not be just so embarrassed by it. 
Oh like, no, because I think him, it's good. It makes him look oh, so this fucking is so stupid. Good. This is so good. Look how cool I look when look I'm a lawyer cool. in this commercial. Look at me. Look at me. I'm almost as handsome as Navakni or whatever his name is. Lawyers have the most condescending commercials, <laughs> and they're also the worst simultaneously. Um, at least when you have like Glenn Lerner or something, it's like so quick. It's like a car gets in a wreck. In a wreck, need to check one. Call that's all eight seven seven one five zero zero. You're gun. You're done. You know, you know exactly that. You, uh, I should if I get it. Uh, what is that number? Eight seven seven one five. Okay, that's what I'm calling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when when you have Demopolis, it's like this fucking Hollywood movie for a commercial about him being some you badass lawyer. You're like you're trying to search his name it's on the, the internet. You're not even going to get it right. <laughs> it's the fucking like tuxedo. Yes, right. <laughs> I don't want my lawyer showing up in a fucking tuxedo <laughs> to represent me. <laughs> I like I like the one. I forget his name, but um, I love the Eric Palacios ones. The Spanish lawyer I, I haven't seen those commercials uh, i'm i mean it's relatively the same like the the gist of the his commercials are don't call maria call eric palacios um because <laughs> like the whole shtick is like you call any other lawyer for a spanish that you need spanish speaking you're just going to speak with their secretary named maria <laughs> and he's oh like, i thought he was talking about um um uh, West Side Story. No, <laughs> no, he's, he's pretty Run, much just kind of like streets a, going Maria. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and he's had this ad for like twenty years, but it's pretty much just don't call like some white lawyer who has a, a Hispanic secretary. Uh, call a Hispanic lawyer who knows who who's like who knows. That's a good you. line. That's a good mm-hmm. line. And he's had that same pitch for years and. I've seen like he had one really small office and now he's like three or four. No tuxedo well, though. No tuxedo. Yeah. Now he's down to earth. Yeah. He's down to earth Latino. <laughs> I like there's there's one there's one little tiny mousy guy who's like, I'll work for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I forget his name. <laughs> That's who I'd call because he's gonna work for me. Glenn Lerner's <laughs> a really small guy too. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's a short fella. He's tiny, but he's a heavy hitter. Yes, he's the way to go. Who's the other yeah. guy? Uh, he has no Ed neck. Bernstein. He has Ned, Ed no Bernstein. Neck. Is he the one with the that as the UNLV sponsorship? I think so. Well, I think Ed, that might be Ed it. Bernstein. He has something on, like some kind of show or something on public television here. Huh? Yeah. Cause he's like lost all that hair and he has like a goatee. And shit right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. looks weird now. Well, let's get back to the movie. Um, and how <laughs> the old picture shows used to have newsreels with the yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, it used to be a place to gather, but now you even see TV coming in, you know, um, Lois is sitting watching um, your show shows, right? The Sid Caesar show. Yeah, they they TV. do say that like, um, technically TV wouldn't have been brought to that part of Texas until like a year after the setting. Like, Ugh. but it's still like the point of it is TV is coming and yeah, yeah, and it's changing how people interact. I can't imagine having like a newsreel play in front of a movie now. Like, I feel like that would make people throw a fit. 
I think it'd be which funny. news it is. That would depend that how would many be, percentage would government great... funded the news resources. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would have been a great pitch for um, a spring flex. Like do a newsreel. Do a newsreel, just a straight up newsreel. Yeah. Have someone talking like this. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. Um, today. Today in Ukraine, <laughs> uh, it being an end of an era, I think fits really well with um, basically everything that happens. JC being gone, um, uh, uh, Dwayne leaving too. It's if if I was like uh, if I was Sunny, I would be that sad too because it's like there, there's only yeah. one person Sunny can turn to, only one. Yeah. And she gives it to him. Yeah. I mean, everything she says is spot on. Mm-hmm. Why am I, why am I, why am I saying sorry to you? Mm. You know, she lets him fucking have it. I yeah. think she does such a great job. Um, She, she got, won, an, she she got Oscar. an Oscar. Yeah. Oh, she got an nice. Oscar and so did Sam. 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 Okay. Sam yeah. And they, yeah. they, from what I could gather, it sounded like that scene was her oscar winning scene um because for they she wanted to rehearse it and the director was like no we're just gonna do like the first take and i think on the first take he's like that's it that's the that's the oscar scene right there and it won yeah i'm guessing sam's has to be the one by the by the the fish tank yeah which is which that is a one, good, good that, fucking that, scene. That one and him taking care of the boys before they go to Mexico. His last scene. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, because he's very much, very much a father to both of them in that scene. Like, you guys have money. Well, here, take some extra. Yeah. It seems to know. go. It seems to fade away. Don't get away the like clap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's like telling them. You know, telling them to be careful. And if if you know, if I could take the bouncing, I'd go with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they they both won the Oscar. It was nominated for six other Oscars, I think. Six or seven. Yeah. yeah I think eight total. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like that uh the fish tank scene. hmm I think Did you know the first time he the first time you watched it, did you know who he was talking about? I had guess you I knew. It, had you did you guess? I, I'd figured it out at that point. Yeah. Um what what was going on and who was what was like yeah. what was being inferred um but what i really liked about it is in addition to his performance it's the camera movement like slowly um zooming in on him and then pulling back as the story kind of ends just you know very very simple stuff but very effective and and i really liked how they framed it to where billy's in the background yeah. Yeah. as well mm-hmm. um it's it's not like um it's kind of like he is the only adult and he's making this connection to when he was young and and he's kind of telling Sonny in that instance not to waste not to waste his time to to find you know to find love cuz um of the ridiculousness of his situation um, just because we mentioned it, this was also nominated for Best Picture, Best Director. Jeff Bridges was also nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Um, Ellen Burstyn, who plays Lois, was also nominated for Supporting Actress. Uh, Best Screenplay, 
adapted screenplay and cinematography. Yeah. Mm. So a lot of nominations. A lot. A lot of nominations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this yeah. was like one of his big, like the director's, like one of his first big films, right? Mm. Like one of his most, like. What's up, Doc? I think was really popular. I remember that being popular, but that was after. That this. was after, right? That was after this. That's a Barbara Streisand and um, oh God, what's his name? Oh, 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 O'Neill, Ryan O'Neill. I think he was in that. Um, it's a crazy movie. It's a fucking crazy movie. She's just a fucking train wreck in that movie. <laughs> it's, it's great. Um, we'll watch it maybe in the next five years. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say about this movie. I have four pages of notes. Well, let's look through those notes and see if there's any last things before we want to say before we move on to quotes. Oh, I'd like to see some consequences for Abilene. After he dumps JC off, he just disappears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to see something like Lois going to him and just <clears throat> fucking taking care of him or, you know, telling him to get lost or get out. Well, Lois and JC have like a really weird relationship where – when Lois figures out that's what happened, she seems very like okay with it. Okay with it. Yeah. yeah she's like, well, like, you know what happens. You know, like we need to figure it is what it is. <laughs> we need to figure out a new plan for you, sweetheart. The P, <laughs> needs, <laughs> the P needs the D when the P needs the D. I understand, girl. But but it's kind she of like 40, 40, she tells her something like 40 is a itchy age. Itchy age. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, as fucked up as it is, though, like there's something about her openness about that that is kind of refreshing as like a parent in a way like it's it's really weird but it's also just kind of like she's like i don't know her saying like we need to figure out something else for you like let's talk this through like let's figure this out like it's very i don't know she comes off as like one of those cool parents yeah (laughs) yeah the cool parents that let you drink and that you know all of the kids come around and oh this is the this is the party house you know because i want to make sure that the kids are safe whenever they do what kids are going to do yeah. kind of mom yeah um and that would be in the future but i mean i mean she's kind of doing that with jc alone right um because it goes from at the beginning of the movie, oh, you're still a virgin? What? You should have sex with Dwayne so you see how boring it is to the end where it's like, oh, you just had sex with Abilene. That's okay. Like, it's so weird. I don't get it. I don't get the cut. Like, like in the beginning, she's, she's telling her, well, let's get you to the doctor so you don't end up pregnant. Yeah. Let's get you something from the doctor so you don't end up pregnant. Which, in the 50s? Oh, my God. That was not easy to come by right yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah by 2050 we'll be back there yeah, hope not <laughs> but this will be closer to this movie women women will only be able to use uh douche bags and wire hangers <laughs> jesus christ all right let's move on to quotes <laughs> brandon let's start that's off with my your quote. quote that's my quote <laughs> 
Um, 40s and itchy age. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, shit. Where's my quote at? Um, I'm going to quote Sam uh, when he's at the the, um, tank. He says, being crazy about a woman like her is always the right thing to do. Being a decrepit old bag of bones, that's what's ridiculous. And I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like the I like the message that he's sending Sonny. Um Yeah. Being very much a father to Sonny, very much a caring, loving father figure to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that happened that scene was pretty soon after he forgave him, right? Was, yeah. was it right after that that they it went was after it yeah was afterwards yeah i think that following that is 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 like he he gives he has this moment of like forgiveness for what he was a part of for billy and then he it's even unspoken it's even unspoken yeah. sonny mm-hmm. says i'm i'm sorry and he doesn't even say anything He's, yeah he talks about the the basketball game the what one twenty one to <laughs> yeah. something ridiculous. Like yeah. <laughs> um, so so they're not good at sports at all in this town yeah. at all. Um, I, th- I think until the I, next year. I think I think it's hilarious because small towns are very much into their sports and their football, and at least my small town was very into football. Very into basketball when basketball season came around, although not as much as football. Football was big, big. Everyone would come out and watch the football game. Yeah. Yeah. I never experienced it to that extent, and they definitely showed it in this movie because it starts off with everyone saying, like, you ever heard of tackling? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's an ongoing joke. (laughs) It's an ongoing joke. All right, Jose, what's your quote? Um, My quote is from when... I think Sonny is at his funniest when he's kind of just deadpan, hates his life. At the beginning, especially when he's at the movie theater movie theater with Charlene, and she says, you should have got me some anniversary present. And so he says, you can have another stick of gum. That's all I got on me. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks like he hates his life. Yeah. That entire, inter- is all of his interactions with her are so funny to me because he just does not want to be there. He just wants to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, he's, 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 she's Sarah kissing Lacey. her and, she, and he's watching the movie. And yeah. later in like the car, he's like, maybe we should just break up. I don't want to cause you any more harm. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to have another disappointing anniversary. <laughs> or he says, yeah. um, or he's like, we've been together steady for years. He's like, oh, it feels a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my quote is, uh, it's when Dwayne and all the boys are talking about, you know, heifers or whatever. Um, <laughs> but Dwayne says, let's all go do something. And then some kid, I don't know. He says, good idea. Why don't we all go hunt some pussy? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> way he says that. Hunt some pussy. And it's like, the, he's like the youngest one in the group saying that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's the... Isn't he the same one who says my my uncle got a heifer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, small town kid. I was with my friends once. Uh, we snuck out of the house, and it it had to have been like either eighth grade or freshman year. I started sneaking out of the house in seventh grade. 
um, at in the middle of the night, just to <laughs> run around the town with my friends, go get some heifers. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> and there there was a bunch of sheep in the <laughs> in the field right behind my house, and one of my friends ran and chased them sheep for a long time, trying to fuck one. <laughs> <laughs> Small town vibes. Finally, <laughs> finally gave up. Them, them sheep, <laughs> sheep are quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was another quote that that I wanted to say. Um, it's when JC is brought home with by Abilene, and she. It's the way she says that that I actually laughed. Like, uh, even though what just happened was so strange, she just says, "What a night." I never thought something like this would happen. (laughs) (laughs) The context was such a weird thing to say. And like he got what he wanted and just had, didn't want anything to do with her. Like he's like fuming mad. It seems. I mean, he just tells her to get out. (sighs) Crazy. He probably feels like he was seduced by the siren. You know, I don't know if he just did it to get back at the mom. That's probably why he did yeah. it, to get back at the mom. But I'd like to see some, like like I said, I'd like to see some resolution there. Mm. You want to give us your meme review, Brandon? Oh, yeah, my meme review. I give this... Get my glasses again. I give this one indescribable failed attempt at sex out of four. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? I'll give this movie two out of two sombreros from Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they got from it. It's just sombreros. I think it's the funniest um like prop. Cause it literally says Mexico on the hat. <laughs> it's like How oh, do we, we tell we they can't went let to the Mexico? audience miss where they got these hats. <laughs> uh I went off the official soundtrack for this. I give this movie nine Hank Williams songs out of nine. Nice. Nine mm-hmm. Hank Williams songs. Yeah. Right, Blake, what'd you think? What's your real review? I give this movie a nine out of ten. Um it actually went up during this conversation. I I, I think uh even though I have problems with, with Sonny and just kind of the way he pulls the plot along, I really appreciate like what this movie is saying and doing and, and the writing is so great and the small town vibes are so sad, but it's exactly what it's trying to do. Um the soundtrack is fantastic, the acting is great. Um yeah, no, I'm just I'm just really happy with the feeling I took away from it, even though the feeling I took away with it from it was not happy. So, yeah, what about you, Jose? Uh, I'll give it a nine out of ten too. I I really enjoyed this. I it was kind of a story about nothing in a sense, just a small town that you know, is literally just gone now, right? It's, it's, it doesn't exist. And it kind of just serves like as a reminder, like people have their stories and sometimes their stories mean nothing. And it's like this very sad takeaway, but the movie achieves it perfectly. I think it does exactly what it sets out to do. I think it's very, nuance and there's a lot of things that you can pick up on on multiple viewings i I watched it twice because i i felt like i needed to watch it twice to really appreciate what this movie has to offer and and it's just i think it's just a story that doesn't get told too often and i and i like that and the performances are great 
I think everybody work works really well together and it's it's directed well. The cinematography is really effective and and just not being distracting but just supplementing what the, what the what the story is and I, I just think it's a it's a good movie so nine out of ten brandon um of course i give it a 10 out of 10 it's one of my favorite films um i never knew until i until i watched it about a year ago how much this um subconsciously somehow um inspires my writing um I, I guess it's uh, I get right what you know. Um, so my two favorite um, my two favorite screenplays um, are based in very small towns or very almost non-existent towns. Um, and I think I pull a lot of that into my writing somehow. Um, it's not along the same line, but it's very much small town voice is very, very fucking sad. Um, horribly sad. Um, Hustlers Blues is just about incest, but, um, <laughs> uh, I do appreciate it. I, I, I look at it, I watch it and I kind of, I'm a little nostalgic for my, you know, small hometown and stuff. Um, for the past couple of years, I've been, um, I have this feeling like I want to go home. Um, but I really don't have a home. Um, so it's, it's been, it's kind of weird. So watching this kind of makes me, uh, feel a little bit at home and I kind of get a little bit of that from this, even though it is horribly <laughs> sad and it's, it's full of, um, emptiness and sorrow and unhappiness and um i think that kind of film is needed once in a while yeah yeah i agree yeah we let's all be sad sometimes i think that's what i think it makes you appreciate what choices you've made in your life that Mm -hmm. have made you happy um i made a choice to be happy and it didn't end well um and it's it's been as sad and lonely since then, but it, it allowed me to um allowed me to do something that I probably would have never done, which would be which was go back to school. I was able to go back to school. I was able to go to 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 film school and to get my master's in writing because um that's something that I've always wanted to do. And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I am not I'm not going to be one of those people that that just is completely 100% unhappy and devastated because I never did anything that I wanted to fucking do. So, yeah. Mm. In in a way this this movie kind of influenced me to do that. Mm. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Good job, film. <clears throat> Good job uh I think I peed a little bit just then. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Uh, who directed this one? Uh, but but Peter I can say is Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. Yes. Good yeah. job, Bogdanovich. Let's reach out to him. I think he died last year. Oh, it was last year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Well, if you have long arms, you can reach heaven. 
<laughs> All right, let's pick a next movie. Ah. <laughs> you okay? Uh, every time you I feeling eat okay? Something, every time I eat something greasy, I get that fucking pain in my upper abdomen right here. Let's not eat anything greasy anymore. It's only salads from now on. Well, let's see what the next movie is. <laughs> Uh-oh. Garfield again. <laughs> More lasagna. Someone put it back in. <laughs> oh, that looks like it hurts. They're really mixed up now. What movie? Wag the dog. All right. <laughs> Which I think is going off of HBO Max on the 30th of this month. Perfect. I, think I saw it last night. Oh, okay. It works out. That's yeah. perfect. So I think... Um, I think, Jose, I think you're really going to like this movie. Okay. It's very much... Uh, uh, it's it's about... It, it kind of fits into to what uh, is going on in, in the news right now. Okay. Um, very much... Uh, Trumpian Fox News-ish kind of manipulation of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think it. I think it really is a precursor to what uh, the world has become. So I think. I think you'll like it. Okay, yeah. I'm excited. It has some. It has a lot of good people. I think Willie Nelson's even in it. Oh, it has, nice. some really good, <laughs> has some really good stuff. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Another cool. Uh, certified Brandon pick. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. I haven't watched it uh, since it came out. I don't think. In 1997. Oh, nice. So, uh, yeah, it'll be nice to watch it again. Mm. Yeah, so not right. too not too old of a movie. It's not too old of a movie. I mean, it's it's you know, 20, 20 what, twenty six, twenty six years. years. Uh, God damn, twenty six years older than the last film we watched. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, well, well, okay. Well, I know you, all you, you podcast were, you listeners. Were what? You weren't even. Were you? We were one. Yeah, I was going to say one? I was one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, all right, all listeners. I know listening to this podcast gets your tail wagging, so make sure to keep that going next week for Wag the Dog. Yeah, wag all your dogs. <laughs> wag, wag your dongs. <laughs> <laughs>